0: We follow them too, and we have the exact same question. Join us as we interview the people that leave us thinking, oh, they get it.
1: Hello, we are back with part two of our conversation with Baba. This one is a really interesting episode. It's not something we've talked about a lot on the show, but it's essentially motherhood and entrepreneurship and how to navigate that. And the reason I wanted to talk about this with Baba is just because I'd seen her share about it on her Instagram, and I've seen some of the backlash she's got about being a mom and having her career, launching her company around the same time. And I was so inspired by the way she responded and the way she articulated her view on this. So I knew I really wanted to dive into it with her on the show.
0: And it's so interesting right now because we've got a divided community, right? So half of her audience, probably a lot less than half, to be honest, they are people who have lived in sacrifice as mothers and they feel like being a martyr is the only respectable option for moms. And then you have the other half of the community who is incredibly supportive. And it's really difficult for someone in the public eye like Baba is to navigate both sides while having all of this be completely new to her. And so I think having this conversation with Baba has affirmed for me, A, there's no one right way, right? And Mm -hmm. Baba goes into her perspective on that. And B, it's like, who are these people to come and have opinions on how you live your life? I mean, that's true of so many things, not just parenthood, but it's just crazy that people feel so entitled. Absolutely. And I just love Baba's view. Like, everyone should have a choice. There's no right way
1: to do things. And I think- her sharing that is just super inspirational. So let's let her talk once again. Let's do it. We are back with Baba and now we're talking through parenthood and business. So Baba, you became a mom just over a year ago, right? Yeah. My daughter Uh, just turned one. Congrats. She's the sweetest thing. I love everything you share on Instagram. She's just cute as can be. And she's very fashionable like her mom. (laughs) it's so fun shopping for kids clothes it's like way more fun than adult clothes I can imagine so one of the reasons we wanted to talk about your parenthood journey on this show is you were you've been so transparent on Instagram with your choices moving into parenthood how you're navigating it and it's also seems like you've kind of had mixed reviews from that before we jump into our questions could you just give a little bit of background on how you've approached it and how it's been received
2: yeah, I mean, I love to use my platform to be as authentic and, and, and honest as possible. And I had a lot of limiting beliefs and fears around motherhood because I've always been so focused on achieving independence and building a career and, and a platform for myself. So it was really scary for me to go into pregnancy and and kind of like the unknown and not knowing how that was going to impact my career. And yeah, so I I had a lot of fears around it. And then I think in going through it, I found this incredible strength that I didn't even know existed within me. And I felt uh, more powerful than ever. And I used that sort of goddess power that unlocked to guide me through the process I was also building ceremonia at the same time as having my baby and and I shared my journey through Instagram stories in particular and I did Q&A's and things like that and it was interesting the feedback because I would say that most women who did not have kids themselves were very celebratory of me and they were like oh thank you for portraying a different perspective into motherhood and thank you for showing that you you can still have a career and have a baby, or like, uh, wow! I never thought it would be possible to start a company while being pregnant. Thanks for showing that it is. Like, there, there were a lot of empowering messages, and and that was the whole reason why I shared it because I wish I would have seen uh, totally some sort of you know role models like that myself when I was going through all these fears when thinking about building a family one day. However, the mom community was was less celebratory, which is kind of unfortunate because. You would think that they know how vulnerable of a journey it is and that we would have each other's back at this point as women, but I received a lot of judgment. And I mean, granted, this was a minority number of comments, but I think they really got under my skin because I was a new mom too, and I was super vulnerable and everyone is terrified of making the wrong choice and being a public figure and having to make these choices on stage is very different. And I do it because I care about inspiring my community. That's you know why I have an Instagram to begin with. I don't need to show my life just for my own sake. I do it because a lot of people find that inspiring and that gives me purpose. But then I was hurting as a sort of result of it. And I found myself questioning myself and second guessing my own decisions. And I think what I have landed on is that motherhood is just such a vulnerable journey. And we are all terrified of not doing what's best for our kids. So the moment we see someone doing something different from ourselves, we subconsciously go into judging because we're trying to justify our own choices. And I probably do the same the other way around. And I'm sure that a lot of people seeing my stories and seeing me juggle a career and a baby felt triggered by that. Maybe someone has a super... Colleague, baby, who's crying day and night, and feels like it's super unrealistic that I'm showing that you can have a business and a baby. Everyone lives in their own reality, and I think it's just coming from that same vulnerable place that I was in. and And I don't think anyone has any mal intent, but it's still hurtful. That's a very
0: mature perspective on it, and I'm sure that comes with time. You've had a year to like figure out what it yeah. means to you and how you want to respond to it in the moment like, you're exhausted, you're tired, you have a new baby, you're getting inundated with lots of positive, but obviously some very negative, unwanted kinds of messages. How did you get through that emotionally? I go to therapy
2: once a week, which I'm so grateful for. So I feel like it's a way to, like, flush the system. And so anything that would sort of, like, linger would be brought up in my therapy session. And then we would unpack it and understand where it's coming from. And I think it was actually a very healthy process for myself. And 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 I, I learned a lot about myself about it too. Because oftentimes when we get hurt or triggered by something, there is something underneath that is causing that trigger. And it's mm-hmm. healthy to unpack that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think you shared this actually recently. You said, it's funny, no one would ever call A man who's
2: a father and has a career, a working dad. I think about that so much. And I, I don't take offense with people calling me a working mom or asking how I juggle both. I get it. I was wondering the same things before I had my baby. But anytime I doubt myself, I just remind myself of all the successful family men who run companies and have kids without judgment or question. If they have done it, I can do it. So that's a reminder for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's that's so your good. Confidence. Coming back. Love yes. see it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So
0: I don't have kids. I plan to one day and I don't see myself giving up my career for my family. I love seeing that you can have both and I love seeing people navigate what that might look like. What advice would you have for me in how I think about that and kind of approach it in the next couple of years?
2: Yeah, I think every pregnancy and every motherhood journey is different. But I think what was helpful for me was to allow myself some sort of flexibility as I eased into this new chapter. So I didn't know what to expect once the baby was gonna come out. So I wasn't naively being like, I'm not taking any maternity leave. I'm gonna be in the Monday meeting, you know, the next week. Yeah. So I think just being realistic with yourself and I basically told my team that All meetings are optional for me. Like you guys still schedule the meetings. You still have them. I will join them if I feel like it, but I'm still available over Slack all hours of the day for any, you know, fire drills, decision-making, or someone just needs a little coaching or input on something. Like I'm I'm available. I'm not dropping the ball, but I don't want to be forced into A schedule because I don't know what my schedule will look like with a newborn, and eventually I started to, you know, get our into a routine with the breastfeeding schedule and the the naps and whatnot. So then I was able to more so predict which meetings I could join and and which ones were crucial for me to join versus not.
1: That's great advice, and I think being kind to yourself through that whole process is so important because it is just such a massive transition. In your sharing your journey, what do you see as the ideal for new moms in the future like in sharing it what is your hope that it will help
2: inspire i just hope it will inspire women to feel like they can do anything women should feel empowered to be stay home mom if that's what they want to do they should feel empowered to work if that's what they want to do they should empower to start companies if that's what they want to do like we don't put any of these limiting frameworks to men so why are we doing it to women I think it's also super important that kids have a valuable relationship to their dads. And I think that we still live in this almost like a single mom narrative where some people would even DM me saying that, oh, it's so great to see you have your career. I just love my kids too much to do that. You know, you don't get those years back. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because I just don't love my kid enough. That's why. Yeah, come on. Thank you. And have a great day. And it's just interesting because that comes from a perspective of, love equals giving up sacrifice yeah. yeah and 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 that's not love to me like if i think about the relationship i have with my husband we we really believe that us living up to our full potential as individuals is the key to the success of our marriage it's not one shaving off important parts of them to fit in with the other person it, it's truly both blooming and, and and creating a forest together versus one shadowing the other. I definitely think that with motherhood, I, I I just kept reminding myself, and these these are the words from my therapist that I just you know affirm myself for every day. Happy mom, happy baby. It just doesn't get more simple and clear than that.
0: Yeah,
1: and it, going back to um, Glennon Doyle's book, she talks a lot about how women are expected to be martyrs and moms are expected to be martyrs, and that's not good for anyone. Yeah, um, it's not good for the mom. It's not good for. Marriage for your kids, anything. So, I really love that message. And I also love the message of, you know, women should just be able to choose. They yeah. shouldn't be
2: and the forced to is, do like, anything. I can definitely see myself in the future, maybe having a child and not wanting to work. Like, it's not like the only way here is to be a working mom. That's not at all what I'm saying. But where I am in my life right now, that yeah. is what makes me happy and brings me joy. But I mm-hmm. can also see a time where I'm like, actually, I hate my job. This is a great opportunity or excuse to leave it and focus on something else that brings me joy, like building a family. Mm -hmm. Like everyone has their own, you know, circumstance and situation. And and we should all feel empowered to make those decisions for our own families.
0: I love that. One last question um, on this topic, looking back on how you did it this time around, is there anything you would do differently?
2: Hmm. The time is still a bit of a fog, to be honest. Hmm. No, I honestly, I feel super happy about my year as, an, as a new mom. I, this is also very me though. I don't live a life in regrets. I like face the learning in the moment. And then I file it as a learning and then I move on. So then looking back, I rarely have sort of like those like, oh, yeah, but in a, in a different time, I yeah. do this, you know, no, um, I, I like that. I like that. And when you were talking
0: about like, I felt my most powerful during this time. It's like I just was true to myself. Well, if you're true to
2: yourself, you're not going to have as many regrets. So yeah, I like that answer. No, totally. And I, I definitely, you know, I think was in cloud nine and this love bubble. And I, I, I think just motherhood for me was also over my expectations I, I thought oh. it would be only a sacrifice and only hard. I, I had very, a very low bar. Of yeah, expectations. I <laughs> and so I was just so surprised by, you know, like being able to go for a walk was like, oh my God, if my body works, like, I don't know. I was just so grateful oh, wow. for Those everything. Oh low expectations.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's good. Hope for the best, expect
2: the worst, and then you're happy with whatever comes. (laughs) Yeah, just practicing gratitude. I I had so much Uh, love and gratitude for my body. I was like, wow, I did that. That's incredible. Like, I grew a human. I am bouncing back. I don't know. I, I also found a lot of joy in moving, like working out and not in a sort of like body fixated way, more so in this sort of like, I want to treat my body with the most respect because it deserves the world and more. It just brought to life my baby. So good. Okay. Well, we could keep talking on this forever, but let's get to our next topic
1: so we don't go over time. Thank you so much for having this conversation. This has been amazing. Oh my gosh. So much of this episode, I feel like this is an example of what Glennon Doyle talks about in her book of women don't need to be martyrs. And I know I touched on it in the episode, but I think it's worth saying again, like we're told that we have to sacrifice. And if we're not, we're not a good mom or we're not a good partner or whatever. Yep. And if this isn't proof that there are other ways that serve everyone better, I don't know It is.
0: And honestly, her advice to new moms or to people who plan to have careers and children at the same time is really interesting. I think it all comes back to something, honestly, we talk about probably every time we get together. And it's this whole idea of owning your schedule. I found that actually Mm -hmm. incredibly impactful because we talk about doing your best work at different times of the day or juggling different types of activities and being able to fill your schedule with the right things at the right times being so empowering. Well, parenthood is very similar to that. And so I think she did a really good job knowing that being a new mom is going to require a little extra flexibility. And when you're the CEO of your company, you can kind of do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely stealing that tip. Love it. So we've got one more episode of Baba coming up in a couple
1: days. And in that one, we talk about angel investing and seeking capital. And Baba gave us some really good tactical advice on like, if you want to get into angel investing, where do you start? Because that's yeah. a conversation that Kelsey and I have had. And it seems like this big black box that I just wouldn't
0: oh, even, except for that one time I was walking down the street and told everyone <laughs> I've got money to invest. Emma's screaming on King Street that she's <laughs> going to be an angel investor and she's got cash. <laughs> I don't know how she didn't get mugged. Truly, I like, understand. Who do I think I am? <laughs> did I really have that much cash?
1: Don't tell yourself short.
0: Go <laughs> yes, you did. And you were looking for a hot dog cart or a guy selling water bottles, and you were going to invest. You were on the hunt. Oh my gosh, too
1: funny. Well, Anyways, yes, tune in for that episode because Baba has better advice than I do for angel investing. And in the meantime, if you haven't checked us out on YouTube yet, please do. Yes. We're really trying to grow that channel and we need some help. So please go over and subscribe and we will see you in a few days. We sure will.